0: Yeah, hang on a second. I'm going to close that door because I can hear that hamster.
1: Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Dan. Today we're going to discuss a game that is, I want to say a sequel, but I guess it's technically DLC for Super Hot, which is Super Hot Mind Control Delete. We have, <laughs> when I checked today, we had exactly the same playtime. Oh, really? 33.2 hours. Uh, okay. I'm not sure if that includes a couple of hours of wasted time in there that we're going to talk about later, but I would say that there is a solid 30 hours of play if you enjoy what you get with this one. In fact, you got 100% achievement that time, right? Yeah, And so did I. The dev and publisher for this, the Super Hot Team, already a very positive rating with 2,400 reviews, and it was released very recently back in July... I guess, 17th, 2020. So we're very early to this one, and we're very early to this one because it was free for us. <laughs> yep, thank you. It was an amazing thing for them to give away because they're charging $25 at base. Yeah, I mean, they gave away millions of copies of this. I think even when they launched it, it was on sale, but I can't remember. It was 15 or 20 Yeah, something like that. It's been in early access for years. We
0: have waited a long time and we've talked about it before quite a bit on the show or on our Steam sale, like if this is going to come out or like, you should buy Super Hot now because you'll get it for free down the line. But even on the day that it got released, they weren't like, oh, well, if you didn't buy it, then you don't get it for free now. They were still like, okay, you've got 24 hours to pick up Super Hot and we'll still give you for free. So good devs, man. Yeah.
1: It is very much like the first game with, I would say, less story, but I think that that is Part of what they were going for, and we will talk about that later. I will say as well that I recently, I'd say this year, I had a chance, as I mentioned, I think in my sale video, that uh, my brother in law took me to a place where we could try out VR games, and we had an hour, and I spent half of that time just on super hot VR. I think it's fantastic. Throwing felt a bit awkward, whereas in Mind Control Delete, the one we're talking about today, I love the throwing aspect. (laughs) <laughs> I'm probably going to spend it's all about throwing <laughs> at least a few minutes talking about that later. What I would say is Super Hot VR, out of all the other games that I tried for the second half hour, nothing made me feel quite as much like I was in the game as Super Hot. And I think that it is a fantastic VR game. In <laughs> in this game and in the base super hot game, there is no ducking. I think there's jumping, but there is no ducking. But in the VR game, there is ducking. And you can almost Neo from the Matrix your way around right. bullets in a way that you cannot do in that, just the, the console version. The VR version is pretty amazing. So if you're looking to get into hot and you don't have any of them and you happen to have a VR headset, I would definitely say just go ahead and get the whole bundle. I think they're all worth it. I think that you will put in enough time to make it worthwhile now i know the vr one is much shorter i think that it's only about an hour to an hour and a half but it's just so amazingly done and feels so intuitive once you're in there i think it's worth it especially if you're going to look at the amount of time for all these games in total yeah um how much is the vr one do you know i I don't remember i didn't i didn't look it up (laughs) Um, (laughs) i think it's about the same i think it's about 25 okay
0: i mean that's that's great because i mean you basically you've got four games now that you can play that are all set in this form? Yeah, well, I would include the uh, Superhot prototype. Way back in the day, it was one of those um, seven-day FPS kind of game jam games, and you can play it online. It only takes you about, it'll take you like ten minutes to complete it, but it's basically what Superhot was in the very beginning, and there's a nice little bit of story in there that helps piece together some things that maybe come later or that my brain has invented for later <laughs> so we'll be talking about that for sure but yeah, I love this game Right. and I don't just love it because it was free, I love it because they took something that's just, it's such a simple concept I mean it's not simple, I mean it's a really unique concept, but the idea is like, kill red guys, and they've managed to do something completely different really extrapolate that out to like the nth factor now with all the hacks and stuff and new weapons and new throwables and adding total new dimensions to what was otherwise a very kind of linear game to play in the first place.
1: Personally, I kind of prefer the linear version, but I did really enjoy this. This was a solid week to week and a half of whenever I'm bored, this game came on and I would play it for hours. It's good. If you like first person shooters, if you like the idea of, as I think I think anybody who's listening to this knows what super hot is and the idea of the world moving so slowly when you don't move that you actually have a chance to plan all your moves in advance. There's a lot more, as you said, that they've added to this game with some new what they call hacks, which would be kind of like new superpowers sort of that you have that really do make it feel like it's its own game. There are some different enemies that again, make it its own game. If you're in this one for the story, it's not really going to be worth it. But if you're in it for the action, the strategy shooting, just something to take your mind off the world for a couple hours, super hot mind control delete is definitely that. And I would highly recommend it to almost anyone. But if we're going to talk about it anymore. We need to get into the spoiler section. So if you're really worried about spoilers, but again, there's not much story. There's only really one section I think that we're really going to be spoiling. But if you're worried about that, now's the time to turn away. Okay, we're back. Spoiler section. There's not much of a story. So what I've done with this one is broken it down by sections, different kind of categories talking about the game. We will talk first about when it came out, we both looked up the how long to beat. It's one of the things Mm. you and I both want to know. How long is it going to take us to get there? Yeah. How much time will it take, especially when it comes to something that we want to record? We want to know when we will be able to record it. We were hoping to get in very early on this one, which we are. So we wanted to know how much time will it take? And one of the top times was 15 minutes yeah we talked about this we highly suspect that that's because about 15 minutes into the game it says something like you won you won (laughs) this is the end there is no more and anybody who i guess doesn't really understand what super hot is would go oh well that was (laughs) boring and short dlc which is not at all what it is so 15 minutes is not at all 33 hours i think is much more likely now, if you can make it through perfectly every time, if you can speed run through it, it won't take 33 hours because I would say half of that time is me having to yeah. try again and again and again.
0: Yeah. I'd say if you could, I should have looked it up. Like actually, how, how long a speed run of the whole thing would take? But I'd say if you could go through flawlessly through every every level, I don't know. I still think it would take you a good eight hours. Have there already been speed runs of it? Well, it's been in early access for two years, man. So. A lot of people have,
1: like... Okay, well, that's interesting just because when we were preparing for the episode, we both noticed a dearth of knowledge about this game. Mm -hmm. There just doesn't seem to be a lot out there as far as videos or info. I was able to find a website that had posted all the hacks and what they do, but even that didn't really go into too much detail. It basically just said, this is what they are. I guess this is what it's like to come early to a game? We're not used to this feeling. (laughs) Yeah, I get that sometimes with puzzle games that I
0: buy on the day and it's pretty funny to watch the reviews and there's no walkthroughs for this, you're on your own. And It's like, yep, this is a hard one. But yeah, I think a lot of people were like us, maybe, and because we knew we were getting it for free, a lot of people purposely held back. But then again, you got the super hot, hardcore fans, there was a lot of people who bought into Early Access good stuff,
1: you know, support the developers and things like that, but yeah, I think a lot of people waited it out and here we are. To progress through the game, you essentially have to follow these nodes on a map, a kind of flowchart map, and you go through, and within each node is typically multiple fighting maps. There are, I I saw somebody say 32, but I think that there's 31 maps. There's 32
0: on the, because I did all the secrets for them, there's 32 on the
1: endless maps. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So there's 32 maps, which you're going to see most of them many, many, many times, but they do some interesting things with that in the fact that like super hot is going to get harder as time goes on. So different things change. Different enemies get introduced. The maps start to become blocked in some ways or the parallax gets messed yeah, with, that's, which is that's really weird. I didn't really like. It's very difficult to throw things at a distance or to shoot at a distance when the background is moving <laughs> as <background>, well <laughs> the background is moving and also the people that you're aiming at or the the red guys that you're aiming at are not where they appear to be
0: yeah cuz there was a point where i was looking up and there's a guy walking above me and it's like there's always a floor there so i threw a, a knife up and it's like just hit the bottom of I tried three times yeah <laughs> i'm going to get you through no, the no, floor no no you, you can't Yeah, those things made me actually, they made me feel a bit sick to be honest, like just going through them. I don't even get motion sickness, but I didn't feel great doing this. Thankfully that's not something that gets worse and worse and worse as the game goes on. It seems to come at random for me anyway. I only had maybe two or three that really stood out that were really heavy on that kind of stuff. But all the rest were fine. One thing that not to compare super hot and mind control delete too you, much I think but you to have to, I you think want, yeah. but I do miss the puzzle aspect of the first person shooter from super hot where every level was the same and you would die and then you would repeat and then you would get a little bit further and you would die and you would know where enemies are spawning from because they come from the same point all the time but in this game it's more of a rogue like I guess and you spawn in different locations in different maps at random. Yeah, it it can be quite frustrating when you get to like level 13 out of 15 with one life left and then you're like nope, back to the beginning.
1: And I did that a lot. There also didn't seem to be a way to restart the node, so you kind of had to Yeah, you once die. You,
0: once you choose your hack.
1: Yeah, it's like
0: that's you, you would have to manually exit out of it if you're like, "Oh, I want to try a different hack." But I didn't cuz
1: switch bodies all the way, team switch, team more hearts nah. all the way clearly the most important. We'll get to that towards the end. (laughs) I would say that, again, I I think I mentioned this earlier, it is a really clever way to make use of having the limited maps to have you always spawn in a different location. There were some maps that I didn't even realize were the same map I had seen before because I had spawned in a different area that I had never been in before. Corridors is one in particular where there's a whole upstairs area that i didn't realize was there for a long time i knew it was there but i never made it up the stairs because early on there aren't as many guys so you don't have to spend as much time in it i spent at least 28 hours in game going where is the helicopter
0: in the helipad you No, know, where's the actual helipad i didn't realize there's this massive lane that you can walk
1: up all the way up to the top i've never in all my play i still haven't made it there. oh well you'll see it now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, because there's like a, a thing where you go up this long walkway, you smash something at the top, and it's like, get to the chopper, and you look across, like, oh, there's a helicopter over there. There's the helipad. But it takes you like a good five seconds to climb up this ramp, basically turn around and see it more clearly. But yeah, this, the maps are, are very clever. I Can think. you interact
1: with the helicopter in any way? There's a terminal there. Oh, okay. I found a terminal in the canal. Is there's a terminal in the canal, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, is that where you got yours? Yeah. I get mine in the lab. Yeah, yeah. there's one There's one clearest day in the lab. There's one for every
1: level. There's one in the kitchen, but it's behind uh, bars or something. I can't get... Through. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, we can talk about that later, later. Okay. Uh,
1: Let's get all the other stuff done. So, again, it's just clever how much they've done with so little and having you do over and over again. But I also prefer the linear. I prefer the puzzle aspect of it. I prefer the more kind of cerebral. With this one, it's much more go with the flow, be flexible, Use what you've got. And it is still in a way that puzzle solving, but because it's not the same every time, you're just having to change it up every time. And I feel like a lot of the challenge becomes the numbers, the sheer numbers of enemies that are coming or the obstacles they've given you in the later nodes by blocking your way that mm. you would normally, this would normally be my escape route if somebody's coming after me. Now it's blocked off. Yep. Yeah those kind of things, as opposed to, here's a puzzle, solve it. So it doesn't have that same feel. It's a different game. I mean, it uses the same mechanics, the same ideas, but it does feel like a different game.
0: Yeah, and I think the developers themselves even realized that this was turning into something way bigger than what they envisioned in the first place. Because I think when they did say, oh, this is going to be free DLC for everybody, I don't think they realised they are going to make a 30-hour game, but they kept their promise, you know, so good for them.
1: Well, it could be even longer. I've got all the achievements, but I've not 100% done all of this game.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing that I kind of like with this game is they could have been real, for want of a better word, about this, and like said, no, you got to do Node 100 to get 100%, or you got to find all the secrets to get 100%, or blah, 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 whereas we got the 100%, I'm happy with that, and I can walk away from it. Now, I did go back, get all the secrets, but there's no way I'm doing Node 100. Not (laughs) not a
1: chance. Node 100, for those that haven't made it through yet, it is, I don't think it's every map, but it's almost every map in one node, and good luck to you. I have not made it through, I think, even halfway at this
0: point. I saw a guy doing a speedrun of that because I wanted to see what happened at the end of it. And he's a guy who's like, he holds the world record speed run for super hot, which is something like 11 minutes or something like that. Ridiculous. And he did it in just over 90 minutes. So if he can do it in 90 minutes, it's going to take me four years to get through that, man. There's no way. No way. (laughs) So
1: I'll leave that to the pros. But I think the biggest thing about missing the puzzle aspect is the fact that each level felt finished. Mm -hmm. In this version they just keep sending more enemies at you, more waves and waves until you've killed enough to move beyond this level. And that doesn't feel as good. Getting to the end of a level, clearing it, clearing the room, clearing the map, and hearing the super hop felt like, oh yeah, I did something, I finished it, I moved to the next part. Whereas this one, one, you can look and see that there's more guys sometimes right in front of your face yeah. as you finish that one map in the node. And also, you've finished this one map, but you haven't finished the whole node. So you don't really get that feeling until after you've gone all the way through, which for some of these is 15, 20. It's a lot to get through to get that same feeling that I would get after just one map yeah. in the original game. And I
0: think in this game as well, when you, when you do finish the node, they even have that sound effect of that sigh of relief at the end. Because that's how you know it's, oh yeah, this was the last level, because you can hear that, <sighs> <laughs> and that's how I felt every time. Yeah, I don't know why they chose not to have even just like a death counter, like, okay, you're in this map, you got to kill 15 guys. 15, 14, 13, 12, and then count down. Because there's points where you're like, is this the last guy? I hope it is because there's a bullet almost about to enter my brain from behind or some guy with a katana swinging at me, but I'm pointing my gun at someone else to kill them. And then everyone's heads simultaneously explode. It's like, oh, phew, that was the last guy. I definitely don't like that kind of guesswork
1: where it's a, it's a crapshoot of is this the last guy or not. I would prefer that as well for the same reason, but also for... What they've done with this one where they give you the chance to save your replays to the cloud. Uh-huh. And then it kind of gets just put up on a you can look at other people's, but we couldn't find at least yet a way for us to watch each other's directly, like to look up search, each other's. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see a search function yet. But having that I think is great. I think there's nothing better, well very little better, than super hot for here's some highlights.
0: And what a great name for it killstagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fantastic. I love the fact that it exists. But if I knew how many, then I could end on a good note. There's so many of mine that end with just me looking down for my next weapon. Yeah, mine's
0: <laughs> of me like running around a corner like, oh, let's look
1: at this pillar for 2 seconds at the end of this really good run and like, nah, nah, I'm not putting that up. Let's not let's not look at the amazing shot I pulled off in the distance because I was still moving to get the next weapon.
0: Exactly, because you're like, is that the last guy? Maybe not. So I got to go and grab that pink palette to whack someone in the face with.
1: What I really love about the
0: Killstagram as well is the the user handles. They're all like adjective, 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 and then
1: animal. What was yours? Yes, okay. Because you don't get to choose. No. It's made up for you, I think, at random. Mine was unripe, yellow, plum, sable.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so my hand was little partial saffron cormorant, <laughs> but some of them I looked them up because I did go to the main page and like look through some of the other good ones. Here are some of my favorites. There was whole remarkable copper chicken, empty trim violet barracuda, shady attached desire baboon, playful infinite maroon kangaroo, and striped robot sunset rabbit. Oh, sorry, striped robust sunset rabbit.
1: Oh, something... <laughs> 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 There's probably somebody who has the mistake when you said they got really excited just now, hearing their. That was their, me. Yeah. Nah, sorry, that wasn't you. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would actually. Like, I had to write it down. I would never remember. Oh, it, I
0: remembered mine kills. Unripe
1: I, Yellow Plums. I did a
0: lot of checking out those
1: kills. I
0: enjoyed looking back at them, but yeah, like you said, it's like a lot of them are just duds because, yeah, you're not looking at that kill. There's. If I got a good one, which hopefully we're showing in the video right now, some of them were very on purpose where I started to get a feel for it. I'm like, okay, something cool is going to happen here. Even if I die.
1: Oh, no, no, you can't do that. Because even if you die, you don't get
0: the replay. You don't get to save your
1: replay. which You only get to save the good ones. Though they do have an annoying thing where you can watch the replay almost any time. So even while you're playing, it gives you the option to replay, like, The Last Kill or something. Well, what bothers me about that is those words are always on the screen. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I really just want to focus on the game and not see that flashing below me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they went
1: with that. But, I
0: mean, I, I understand that for the
1: the endless levels where
0: you might not want to save a six gigabyte file tier. But I don't think you can save those. Nah. Oh, really? There's definitely an option to, to save replay, though. But I think it must only do it in chunks.
1: I think so, because I've seen a few on the homepage where I went to watch them, and it was one kill. Right. And so I think that they're just, <laughs> you know, they went, well. Wow, I really like that one. Right. And then Rwanda saved that one little section. I never did that. Mm. It was all or nothing for me. <laughs> right. Let's get into some of the things that they've done differently in this game. So, for one thing, the enemies. We had mostly the same, but we also had some that were made of concrete instead of glass, and they would only have a glass leg or a glass arm or a glass torso. No glass heads, though. No. Which
0: I find odd. But I thought when I first saw those enemies, I was like, is it going to get like worse progressively? Is it going to be just
1: a glass hand, a glass finger? You know, <laughs> luckily it kept it to the limbs which you cannot punch them unless you have a hack. Well, you can only attack the glass part, essentially. Mm -hmm. If you punch them in their concrete head, nothing will happen. One thing that I would like to see them change if they could is that it makes the same sound whether you're actually connecting on the glass part of it or whether you're connecting on the concrete part. So by sound, by audio, you think, at least I often thought I didn't connect when I actually had. And I would like for them to change that and if i connect with the glass part give me the glass sound not the concrete thud. worse though would be the porcupine guys as we came to call them yeah these spiked guys that have different spikes in different parts of the body and when they die those shoot out like bullets and will kill whatever's nearby including you the player if you're in the wrong spot so (laughs) running around the corner after killing one Became my favorite thing, yep, you were the one who figured out that if you punch them, they don't actually explode until they hit the ground. That saved me quite a lot of hassle because I was always running around the corner, and if I didn't have a corner, I was just running away from them right and trying to avoid them. Having the punch option gave me enough time to punch and often get around a corner I wouldn't have normally. There's also one other way that you can kind of solve those guys, and that
0: is if, if you shoot them. And if you're standing right next to them, you usually don't get killed. So if you've not got any options, no corners, you're actually better to go into close quarters with them and then shoot
1: them. You um, can also pay attention to where the spikes are, because the spikes are going to show you where, where they're they going to go. Yeah. yeah. So I did use that a couple times, but that's a bit more thinking than I'm usually yeah. ready to do in the moment. It is a lot of fun though when you use one of those
0: guys against the other guys. I've got one kill where it's I shot one guy and I think I took out well I took out him and then two other guys at the same time. It's like, yeah, that's that's a very satisfying
1: kind of kill. (laughs) Especially with that glass sound going off in the different locations. As well, they have mines which do the same thing. Mines are annoying, man. They're so annoying. They are. Again can be fun if you happen to have guys walk right into the right spot. And you can throw something into it or shoot into it and take them out with it. That can be very fun. But there were some times in the station in particular where the doorway behind me was blocked and I'm spawning behind the counter. Mm -hmm. So there's nowhere for me to run. And there is the mine, my only (laughs) way to get out. I'm trapped between a wall and a mine and two to three guys right in front of me at the start. That's a bit much. (laughs) There were some spawn points that were a bit much in particular i think the mansion where you would start out on the balcony mm-hmm. because there were always two guys right in your face when it started yeah that's really i
0: don't know what the programming is behind that but the guys when it starts off when it's basically there's a guy mid-swing with his katana into your face those guys i can deal with is when they spawn two guys in front of you And as you go towards them, they back away from you. And there's no way to get to them. That's why Switch became my favourite core power. Because when I got those guys I'm like, well, I'm just going to zip right into you and you can't get away from me. Because those guys are just backpedalling away from you and shooting at you with shotguns as they go away. Those are my hardest start points. Like, I don't know if that was the same for you, but when there were two guys and they're walking away from you, not engaging. That was hard, man. Because every time you turn to look, it's like, time is moving. What can I throw? What can I throw? There's nothing. Oh, there's something just over there, but I have to move to reach it. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, some of those, especially getting in that situation towards the end of like a node on like seven or node eight was like, really, let like uh, throw this thing out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'm
1: done. Worse still, though, are the other enemies the super killers. I love those guys though. But yeah, they're they're, they're I didn't they're, like them at first. I still appreciate me at them first, now man. because there's an audio cue Yeah. And when they come in. It's like, "No." It reminded me of the original Twisted Metal, the final boss. The sound that they gave him was so just heart-pounding, <laughs> frightening, you knew, you yeah. knew. And this is the same as like, boom. Oh, so I've got to run. And you don't know where he's spawning from. You cannot kill them, which is really irritating. At least I never found a way. Uh, I don't think you can. They each three have their different power based on the cores. So with our cores, we had... One of the first ones was more hearts, my favorite. The next was charge, where you... Jump into somebody's face, and then you can punch them. The one connected to that is the killer I refer to as the wolf, but you refer to as the dog, dog. constantly. No matter how many times I say wolf, <laughs> you will say dog. I think that we need to call it the charge dog. At least it sounds cooler. <laughs> he is dog because he's
0: in one of the terminals. Uh, the, the names for all of them are in the terminals, in the secret terminals. So his name is definitely dog because dog was in Superhot as well. Good dog, you know, as they always said that. Yeah,
1: we have. The recall core, which is the one where you can throw the katana and then bring it back to you. And when it comes back to you, it can kill people along the way. Which I thought I was going to have way more fun with than I actually did.
0: I was like, oh, when I texted you, I was like, oh, man, it's like Star Wars. You're going to be a Jedi. It's like, ah, I never used it, man.
1: Listeners, this is what the entire time Darren played was like. He would get a new hack (laughs) or get a new core and say, oh, this one's amazing. This is so great. I love it. And then about half an hour later, go, oh, no, that one's rubbish. (laughs) So imagine Uh, getting these... Because there's so many hacks. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 20 times. Uh, And me going... Here's the thing. Normally, Darren has played something where he's ahead of me in pretty much every game, except for this one. I was well ahead of him for most of this game. Even though you started ahead of me, but then you had a bit of a glitch where it didn't save and sent you back.
0: Yeah, for some reason, reason. I, I... Got through... Yeah, I had a problem with Node 4. Moving, I think it was moving from Node 3 to Node 4 or 4 to 5. But I got to 5 and then I was like, I'll quit for the night. Restart. It's like, oh, I'm at the beginning of Node 4. And for some reason, Node 4 was more difficult for me than Node 7.
1: The ninja is very deadly. Probably the worst of the three for me. For me too. Yeah.
0: In fact, he was the first one once when you get to the end where it's like, give up. He was my first one to give up because I was like, I wonder what will happen, and he disappears when you give him up. Even if you go, if you have not completed all of No Date, you can still get into the give up section. If you go into the give up section and give up the ninja, then he never appears again,
1: which is great. Right, but you also lose the access to that core. But you lose that, but no big deal. Because, as I found, with certain ones, particularly the recall one, it would work really beautifully if you also got the hack for Start With Katana. Mm Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I could go through three or four maps and never see a katana and never get to use that. So that was part of the problem with some of these is they synergized well if you lucked into certain things, but you couldn't guarantee that, which is why I liked more hearts, because it didn't matter. It worked with everything. Yeah. Our final super killer was, (laughs) I don't know what to call him, the telepath, perhaps? I think he's called the addict. Ah, okay. Well, the addict... I don't know why that works. Anyway, that goes with the Hot Switch core. And the Hot Switch core is the one that allows you to switch bodies. This was a bit disappointing to me because I do like Hot Switch, but I didn't like choosing between that and more hearts. I also found that this is one thing that I found a bit crushing after playing the original game and then playing this one where you get Hot Switch towards the end of the game. It's just one more power that you have. Here, you have to choose it. It feels like the kind of thing where you start off God of War, you have all the powers, you lose the powers, you get them back again. This one, you get them back again, but you don't get to keep all of them. You only get to choose certain ones. A little frustrating because Hot Switch felt like a core thing from the first game. Mm -hmm. And so when I got it, I was excited and I realized from now on, I'm going to have to choose between this and more hearts. But I mean, the thing is, if you take Hot
0: Switch, then you've always got the option for Kill Heal which will help you get some more hearts anyway. But yeah, if you choose Hot Switch, you never get the option for four hearts or five hearts or whatever. But I found, honestly, just having the two hearts, I got through quite well. Because Hot Switch is a lifesaver, man. It doesn't matter how many hearts you have. That is an extra kill. And so when the dog is bearing down on you and is ready to charge you and punch you in the face, and there's a guy, but you've got no bullets, no nothing, but there's a guy on the other end of the room, but you've got Hot Switch, it's like zip. And it's a good way to escape from those killers as well, I found. Because... Running away from them. maybe there's some videos where you'll see me running away, or you, if you've got some of you running away from them, but it's almost like comedy, man, just me jumping over fridges, and there's like jumping, shooting in midair just trying to kill everything, because yeah, those guys are scary when you don't have hot switch, <laughs> or if it's on the cooldown, and also having a hot switch with that multiple one, where you can like zip in, like one, two, three, four, if you've got everyone lined up in line of sight, and you can do it quickly, that's four kills immediately.
1: I was never able to get more than two. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, one, I didn't do it as much, obviously. But also, I just don't think that I set it up well. Some of the maps don't work out well for that. You almost sometimes have to run away to keep the guys alive, whereas I was killing them as soon as I saw them, trying to get rid of them. Let's talk about some of the hacks now. The hacks I've grouped differently than any list I've seen. Mm -hmm. So the first... Set would be healing hacks or heart hacks, right? So if you start with two, you can sometimes get a three HP. You can get, even with the three, you can get four HP or five HP. Kill, heal, which you mentioned already, you kill enough, which again, we don't know how many it is. There's, it seemed random to me. There's probably a set number. You kill enough, you get a bonus heart that it, they call it a temporary heart, but it basically just stays with you until
0: you lose it. Yeah, I mean, it stays with you until the end of the node, I guess. But yeah, I, I guess why. maybe
1: that's it, yeah. But it's not like you would expect to keep it beyond. Keep it to the next one, yeah. It always resets, so yeah, it's a bit silly. Or my probably most used hack, which is heal, which will fill all my hearts that I have. So in particular, if I have five and I'm down to one or two, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. This has been my saving grace many, many, many times.
0: Yeah, basically my staple was... With using hot switch was that any time I got a choice between heal and something, I probably needed heal. Even if it was just to take back that one heart. Well, that's 50%. I I only had two, but it's like, yeah, it's the
1: difference between game over and continue. So always take the heal. With regards to shooting, there was more bullets per gun, which was okay, but not great. It's definitely okay if you're into the machine gun, because that only has like three shots, I think, and you're done. Well, most of them. So the shotgun... Two. Two, but then it becomes three. So you basically get half more, right? Which is okay, but it wasn't one of my favorites. Quick shot, which helped reduce reload time. I did like that one, but even better for me was kill reload.
0: Yeah, kill reload is great
1: because that, yeah, it's instantaneous. Once you kill one character, then you're ready to fire off at another. It's so amazing. That is one thing that I found really frustrating in this game is how long it took for the next shot to be ready to go. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, it's definitely done on purpose. But the great thing about Killshot is that because the game is so frantic and because you sometimes have to duck around corners, you know if you've made the shot because your gun will reload. You're like, oh, because you're not even looking at it, but you're like, oh, I know I made
1: that. But I'm ready to shoot again.
0: Whereas without it, you're like, did I hit him? Oh, no, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The next would be the throwing hacks. Grenade, where you throw items and they explode against the yeah, wall. in your face. Possibly. Not a fan of that. My favorite. This is my favorite hack. Not the most practical. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not the most logical choice, but if I felt like I wasn't going to make it anyway, I would... <laughs> just throw martini glasses yeah. everywhere. I'm down to one heart. I've got four <laughs> nose left. I'm just going to give it a try. I have killed people with exploding fish. I have (laughs) killed people with a pair of sunglasses. I have killed guys with pretty much everything. (laughs) One of my favorite things to do, especially at the beginning of a level, if I had that, you got those two guys against you. And again, you have something random like a bottle near you. Throw it against the wall behind them, let it smash both of them, and you're good to go. You have a good start. Sometimes when I was just frustrated with the game as well, like even if I wasn't losing, but I was just frustrated and I felt like I just wanted to quit, rage quit. If throw came up, I would giggle and I would go, (laughs) fine game. Let's give it a try. And when I made it through with this grenade, it, it just felt fun. Like that's the thing. So it wasn't the most practical. It wasn't the most useful for me because I did often through a node hurt myself one to two times, but it was the most fun. For me, this was definitely the most fun hack. And I used it, I, I think, more than you did. I used it very little. I would only use it if it came up where
0: it was like, it was that or something else that I didn't like even. Uh, it was useless to me. It's like, okay, I'll take the bullets. But sometimes when I took it, I was like, oh no, but now I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> like I don't actually want this. Because you get that in the game as well. There were some points where both choices, I'm like, I don't want either of those, but i got to choose one of them. Actually, no, you don't. You can press escape and continue.
1: Without choosing anything. yeah, I didn't do that. I always chose something. But I don't know. Like I said, throwing grenades, like normal objects that became grenades for me was fun. Along with that is the super throw option where everything becomes more powerful. A couple bottles, which normally just stun a guy, now breaks him and you get to hear that lovely glass breaking. Or my favorite thing with super throw was throwing something that doesn't, destroy itself upon impact, and would normally wedge itself on a wall. So say, a CD, a vinyl record, a shuriken, it did an amazing thing where if it connected with the enemy, it would actually come back at you. Yeah. And there were a number of times where I use that to my advantage of throwing it, catching it when it came back, throwing it again, catching it when it came back, I love that. That was super so much fun. great,
0: man. That's a lot of fun. I've got definitely a kill reel of me just with a couple of things. So a lot of fun catching those. You feel like a real ninja. And that's the thing. I think that
1: they really captured the idea of throwing things as fun in this one. My favorite was floppy disks, man. Floppy, <laughs> floppy disks to the face. <laughs> I use that a lot. Credit cards. Credit cards, yeah. Can work as well. Yeah, I wrote down a, a bunch of other throwables. So, yeah, we've got bottles, briefcases... Clocks. Toy dinosaurs. Teddy <laughs> bears. <laughs> yes. Though my favorites were the ones that could be reused and reused. The credit card was difficult, but if you got the headshot, you did yeah. get them. Yeah. And was oh, of course, the pencil, the fork, the
0: pallet. Yeah, those are all deadly weapons, man.
1: The fan was one the of my fan. favorites, yeah. yeah. yeah, I loved when I got to the studio, because I knew I would have the pallets. Yeah. I loved when I got to the dojo, because I was going to head to those, <laughs> those two fans, fans in the back. <laughs> As far as other gun ones, there was ricochet, which would sort of have it bounce off the wall. It seems like a good idea, but it doesn't always work. Same thing with uh, shot flow, where it's supposed to do headshot to headshot. It's great if you have two guys standing right next to each other, but both of those, if the closest enemy to the one you shoot is behind a wall, it's just going to go into a wall and not actually do That anything. was one of the ones that I texted you about and said, I like shot flow, and
0: then 30 minutes later, I was like, oh, this is garbage. But to be fair, come around to I it? came around to it, and it redeemed itself at the end, because, well, it didn't redeem itself. I redeemed myself. I got better at the game, and it is a lot more useful, but it does take skill. I just wasn't skilled enough to use it at the time, because I'm like, oh, it should just go. But yeah, but everything, everything's moving. Yeah, like you said, so they've got to be quite close to each other. What it works really well with is the rail gun because the railgun is instantaneous. So if you can set it up where there's like three guys in the room and there's like a flat open area, you can zip right through all three of them in one shot. Also, what I did like about it was it will go to the next enemy and it will just go into a wall if there's an enemy behind the wall, but now you know where that enemy is. So it's almost like a bit of a radar thing as well, which I thought was a bit helpful, especially when it goes up and you're like, oh, there's a guy upstairs. And like I can backtrack around and catch him. So yeah, I ended up really liking um, Shot Flow.
1: peer shot. Is another one that would be good for something like that, where if you have two enemies lined up right in front of you, you can shoot right through both of them, much like I would do with the katana all the time. But again, it just didn't seem to be happening enough that I felt it was worthwhile to choose that over something else. Exactly. And the railgun does that automatically as well. So
0: you can shoot through. Yeah, I think you can get two people with a rail gun. Yeah, like I said, it's so instantaneous that the next enemy can be quite far behind.
1: There's deflect all. Never used it. I I tried, but I just, again, didn't find that it set itself up well enough. And I wasn't ever like I did get deflect occasionally, but not often enough that I would choose that over something that would be useful every map all the time. Again, you need to have something like the start with Katana to make that work. Right. One I did like, especially when I was doing my Endless Waves, though, was Weapon Master. So if you did have the katana, or even if you you didn't and you had enough guys chasing after you with katanas that you could grab, it just made it, one, you could attack from much further away, and the more important thing is you could attack much quicker. Because like with the guns, you can't, in its base form, attack, attack, attack. You've got to have a kind of cooldown time run around somebody, avoid whatever they're going to attack you with to give you just enough time to get your next attack with a katana. So I did enjoy that one. So with that, you've got your start katana, you have your start with random gun. That was one of my favourites. Both of those were,
0: whenever one of those came up, that was an almost an automatic yes, please. Especially random gun, because sometimes you can start off with the rail gun. It's like the third time I've mentioned it in five minutes,
1: so you can tell. That's probably my favourite Weapon. Well, it's definitely the easiest to use because it's the only one that feels like it works in real time for you, the player. Yeah, you can, like, shoot someone on the other end of the room immediately. You can take a crack shot on one of those concrete guys where you just see a bit of their arm. Yeah, yeah, it's such, such a useful Whereas with any gun. other gun, that's so difficult for me to pull off. Yeah, nah. If
0: I ever shot one of those statue guys with a normal gun and got them from a ranged
1: distance, it was always a fluke. Random
0: gun. Random gun was a good one.
1: We have Super Punch, which was okay. It allows you to... Punch bullets, I think. Yeah. Yes. So you can deflect bullets with your punch, which I, again, rarely used. But just the fact that you could take out the concrete guys with a punch. Right. <laughs> I found towards the end game, w- which we are going to talk about, that punching was very important to me. And I didn't realize <laughs> how important it was to me until the end game. Death Stomp, which was, for me, worthless. I won for most of the game. forgot I could even jump to begin with. Unless I... <laughs> started behind the counter or something that I couldn't get around yeah <laughs> anyway why would they lock me in this room this feels very unfair <laughs> oh it's because I can jump out I would forget that but even when I got that hack and it lets you do the kind of tutorial sample things it was just one guy I was going up against it took me ages to figure out even how oh, to really? jump in there to kill him because uh, <laughs> if I if I just jump is it like a a ground pound where uh-huh. if I just Jump in front of him, he's going to shatter? Or do I have to jump on top of his head like I'm Super Mario? Mm. What do I have to do? So I never did quite figure it out. And it took me so long with that that I don't think I ever chose it.
0: Because that was the joke from Superhot was, I think the achievement was, it's a me mm. when you jump on someone for the first time in Hot. And I don't know, the guys at the Hot development team, they must have a real soft spot for Mario because there's another Mario Easter egg in this game which is on, I can't even remember what level it was, but you basically throw a a wrench at a pipe, and it says the same thing. It's a me, and and then a terminal will pop up, and you get into it. They've definitely got something from Mario. And Bob Ross. And Bob Ross. Did you ever get that (laughs) And you throw it at
1: the paint tube? Yeah. What does it
0: say? Happy little... Happy little mistakes, or happy little accidents, yeah.
1: (laughs) The final one I've got on my list is Berserk, which seems like a great one, but I couldn't always quite make it work and then when i looked it up on this list it said that berserk is activated i think after you punch somebody or after you hit somebody whereas the description of it in the game is a bit misleading it just says you can't be hurt in close combat so i thought well i will just run up and be close to everyone and then they can never hurt me but that's not the way it works. no
0: there's like a visual and an audio cue as well when you punch someone the screen will like shake a little bit and it's only a short time where you're invulnerable so, yeah, if there's a bunch of guys around you trying to h- attack you at the same time, as long as you're punching someone, you're invincible. I used that a couple of times. Again, it definitely wasn't my favorite. Did we talk about Light Reflex, though? Because
1: that, I no, like No, I one. didn't do Light Reflex. I, I like that one. There's super fast as well, where I think you, could, you can move very quickly. Yeah. I chose that one quite often. That's I did useful. like that one. But Light Reflex.
0: Light Reflex, yeah, that was the one where it's like, basically, it's more like the Matrix, where the closer the bullets get to you, the more slowly they move, which is fun. But it's again if it's like a choice between that and random gun sorry I'm taking random gun
1: my problem was that's great if you're going to deflect things again yeah maybe it would be good for a synergy for that it would be good synergy for that but what but everything's what, random but so. what didn't make what didn't make it work for me was light reflex makes the bullets move really slow which makes them easier to avoid if you have room to get around them there were times where the bullets were in my way, and moving at near zero speed, because they were so close to me, and I couldn't get around them. Just
0: trapped in a corner, waiting
1: to die. Basically. Uh, Trying to inch my way very close, try and avoid getting hit. I would say that it probably does help more than it hurts, but there were just enough times where that happened, where I said, I don't really want this, I will choose it if it is the lesser of two evils, but it wasn't my favorite. I didn't use it a lot. Yeah, I thought you were going to say what my problem was with it was that it's very
0: easy to move out of the path of bullets, but then into the path of other bullets that you didn't know were there behind you. You know. uh So yeah, uh, not my favorite. Not my favorite. Mm-hmm. So what were your kind of favorites then, out of, out of all of them? What were your like three top picks then? Well, we know your core would be hearts.
1: Yes. So hearts. my core is always hearts. So pretty much anything that had to do with hearts or healing would be my top one. Yeah, that would be what I'd go for. If I was being practical, so not grenade and blowing everything <laughs> up. It's a good question. I think that I would often choose things like kill reload, kill heal, but again that that has to do with hearts. Mm-hmm. I was big into super throw or super punch. Okay. But fast move also I found especially when I was doing my endless waves, fast move helped a lot because that not only helped me get to where I wanted to be, but it also helped me avoid a lot of damage because I could just move so much faster than the guys that are attacking. Right. What about you? What were your top... Um,
0: Yeah, hot switch almost every time. Again, if I got a chance to heal, I would, because I only had two hearts, so every time I got a chance to heal or take kill heal, that was a a no-brainer. Kill heal was a saviour on that kind of playthrough. But yeah, if I got a chance to start with a random gun, I always took random gun, and perfect switch, because that's the one where you can zip from body to body to body. No, no, sorry, not Perfect Switch. Perfect Switch and Ultra Switch, sorry. Those would be my two supporting kind of traits that I would take, because Perfect Switch is the one that we haven't talked about because probably because you didn't really use Switch a lot. Perfect Switch is when you can switch into their body, but they don't throw away their gun, which is super annoying. Like, why would you even do that? It's like... I have control of you. Don't throw the gun away when I zip into you. Perfect Switch is great because you see a guy with a gun that you want or any anything. Like, okay, I'm going into you and I'm taking your shotgun. Ultra Switch is the one where you can switch multiple times in a row.
1: What happens when you jump into one of the enemies that has the red weapon that normally can't separate from them? Do you get that weapon or does that get lost? I think you get that weapon. I don't actually remember now, but I've definitely done it. And I think you get
0: to keep it. Yeah. Because those red guys are pretty annoying. That's, I mean, they're annoying, but it's a good little addition to the the game where, yeah, you're going through, like, I'll just throw a teacup in this guy's face and he'll drop his weapon. But these guys, no, 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 they don't drop their weapons. They're part of their
1: bodies. So that's another obstacle for you to overcome. Well, it's not only just that, but if they don't drop the weapon, then you don't get that weapon. Exactly, yeah. And so there some very late game. It's all red weapons, and you you don't get any of them. You have to make do with just what's so That's way. what I was going to say. What level was that? Was that... I think that's actually after you get to what I would call the end and right. come back again. Yeah,
0: because it was just all red weapons. Yeah, that's right. And so you basically... Yeah, even if you throw stuff at them, all you're going to do is stun them. But, yeah, you don't get the gun from them, which is a shame.
1: Next, I would like to just talk about the waves. The, there was the infinite map, which I think is the one where... You just switch from map to map to map as long as you can, which I only made about five before I gave up on that one. And then there are the unlimited levels where it says to get zero out of 10. I got all of them, but I don't know if it does anything. I didn't really notice if it did anything. But here's the thing. Unlimited levels, it's a fun concept. I do really like it. There were some times, though, where, for example, on the station map, I had figured it out so well that I got up to 44 or 45 waves, something like that, I was really getting bored Mm. by the end. I kind of figured it out. I had a good setup that was all based around healing and the katana. So I was moving fast. I was attacking fast. I could often get to three out of the four guys on the map before they would even get out of the door or right after they got out of the door. There's a point where it just starts to get boring, where it doesn't change much early on it's great every few waves you get a new hack to play around with and it's just fun to get to explore the map and to just use it again and again and again but yeah it is one thing where it's just i don't know if there's a point where it would do anything different
0: so is that unlimited then seeing as you got quite far is there a limit to the number of hacks that you get
1: yes so there's a certain point where it just stops Ah, okay how many? What is the limit? It looks like it should be six by what fits on the bottom of the screen. It's probably six. I was thinking six or seven, but it's probably six. So you get to choose your core and then you get six those more. Six, yeah. yeah. But again, it's very random.
0: Because yeah. I didn't mess around with those levels. I'm not really a fan of those endless wave kind of things. I left that for you to struggle through and see if you got anything at the end, but looks like nothing,
1: yeah? To but, me, but not I've...
0: even a bit of lore, not even like a little terminal opens up and gives you a little
1: thing. I don't nothing. think so. Nothing. Mm -hmm. i i don't remember i just remember going oh is is that it Mm -hmm. like that seemed like a lot towards the end i was just getting to wave 11 and going done Done. out done out (laughs) node 100 i don't know like i said if it covers every map but it certainly covers most of them i don't know if i'll ever get to the end of it but you don't need to and like you said that's a very nice thing the unlimited infinite The Node 100 you don't actually have to do, even part of Node 8 you don't have to do. You get to the give up section, which you and I were both, I think, convinced that give up meant you're just going to end the game. and Crash the desktop. Yeah, I thought that was going to be
0: just something clever.
1: But they did do something clever. And what you have to do is you have to give up your powers one by one. You have to give up a core. And as you're giving up that core, you're going to have to face off against that killer a lot in that node. Giving up charge, not a huge concern for me. Giving up recall of my katana. Again, having to face the ninja, not great, but I didn't really mind so much giving that up. Hot switch, I was a bit disappointed, but giving up my heel, giving (laughs) up the, because when you gave up more hearts, you were giving up everything. It was at the same time, I think you have to give up all the hacks.
0: Yeah, because once you get past that, it's like those three main cores. You're like, you go into the next part, and it's like, because every time you go to the bit behind, it's like, you haven't given up. A, and you haven't given up enough. You haven't given him. up enough. And then you get all three of them away, and then it's like, nope, now you got to get rid of all the, even the sub hacks. Like, oh, man,
1: really? And this, honestly, it was frustrating, but I think this for me was one of the best parts of the game because it felt the most fair. Yeah. I had no hacks. The. Enemies didn't really have a lot of specials. I didn't have to face off against the super killers anymore. It was fun. Yeah. And then the game's over. Is that over, that part? Well, sort of. So it will tell you constantly that the game is over. It takes you out. And this is where you see Red messages saying, that's it. You've won everything. It's all over. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. There's one bit before that. What's that?
0: The bit where not only do you have to give up all your cores, you have to give up jumping. You have to give up.
1: Ah, yes. Now that's the most clever thing.
0: Yeah. Because I was like, what the hell is going on here? (laughs) Because all my hacks are gone. I've got nothing. I've got like, what was it? One heart or two hearts? And then the first thing I get into is like, give up punching or give up shooting. Yes, that's what I got. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess I've got to give up shooting or punching
1: well yeah i gave up punching at first and then i found through multiple plays of that that actually i can still punch but with shooting you have to have a gun to shoot exactly but you can always punch so it became my order was get rid of shooting yeah get for me then it was very tough if i had to give up between throwing and punching oftentimes i would still choose punching so that i could keep throwing but i think Towards the end, I gave up on that, and was like, no, it has to be punching, because no matter what, I can always punch. Yeah,
0: but it just gets ridiculous, because it's like, give up jumping, (laughs) like, give up walking.
1: Jumping was fine. (laughs) Give up moving. Give me up moving. (laughs) I got to that one, and it was give up moving, or give up looking. looking. Yeah, give up looking. Actually, I got at one point where I had throwing, but I gave up looking, (laughs) and then I realized I can't actually... Pick up an item if I can't look to see where it is. So that I was just running around waiting for them to kill me. If basically the game is making you choose to give up. Yeah. Physically give up, like properly, like you have to say, I give up. You're tapping out. You're saying, I can't do this. And it's very frustrating because there is maybe there's one map that I never reached. Maybe that's why I think there's only 31. Okay. Because when you haven't seen a map yet and the node, it'll just be dots. And I had one of those. And it was it constantly came up as the last one on this level, and I was never going to get to the last one, right? So that's it was just really frustrating because I kept thinking there must be a way to do it. Right, no. But there isn't. No, there's right? no. You literally have to give up. And then that takes me to the part I was mentioning before. That's right. You've won, you've done everything. What are you worried you don't have all the achievements? Which, of course, you don't. At most, you can have 13 at this point because there's one to come up. You get to a point where the whole screen will just be flooded with this almost brain shape of messages saying the same thing over and over again. You've done it. You've won. Goodbye. But there's no way to leave the game. Yeah. So even if you thought, I think that is a clever choice that they made here. Even if you thought you'd actually finished the game, you haven't finished the game. And they're letting you know you haven't because there's no easy way to exit out. You will go over a weird pattern it took me a long time to realize that I could actually move the screen. Yeah. So you can move the screen around, go over this weird pattern of stuff. Now I. How long did you spend there? I spent at least a good hour moving around that thing, man. I would say I probably did because I couldn't figure out what I was supposed I to be doing. Know. I found out a bunch of games. Yes. So <laughs> when you say how much time do you spend there, that's a bit weird because there are other things I did. There's the cat thing that just says meow. That's... Nothing. Did you find that? I don't think I found the cat. Not worth going back for. <laughs> it's just an image of a cat and says meow. A real cat or like a pixel cat?
0: A pixel cat. Oh, okay.
1: There's... There's Tree Dude. Yes. Which is from the first game. Chop, chop. Is it? See, I don't remember that at all. Yeah,
0: it's in one of the menus in the, in the original Superhot.
1: Yeah, so I enjoyed that for a few tries. Yeah. And then I found this other game. Did you find like the weird,
0: almost like a Sokoban version of Super Hot?
1: Yes. Yeah, that was really cool. I'd so, like to
0: play more of that.
1: So when you ask how long did you stay here? Right. A, a while. very <laughs> long time because I made it all the way through. Oh, did you finish that one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't finish it. And yeah. it takes a while.
0: Does it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: There are many levels. It's a very cool concept. You could see how it is super hot. It doesn't really explain what you need to do, but you start to put it together very quickly since you've just been playing this game for so long. I
0: got to a level where there was three guys and I I didn't really understand if I could shoot. Can you shoot? I didn't find a way to shoot. But I couldn't find a way to like get rid of... If there's three guys, then I can get two of them
1: dead, but I can't get the last one dead. I don't know the exact one you're talking about, so that's a bit difficult. Here are some of the things I found in the... I guess we will call it the circle-bound version, right? So I could avoid bullets. There is the kind of carrot arrowhead of where the bullet actually is and the lines that just show movement. You can step into those lines. Mm -hmm. I found that I could get sometimes characters to shoot other characters. I thought that
0: was the whole point of the game, but is it not?
1: Not always. Ah, okay, okay. You can get close if you time the pattern right so that they're right next to you, you can kill them, even if they're armed, even uh, if they're... Just move,
0: move into them. Move into them. Ugh, I didn't do that. That's why I gave up, because I was like, this is impossible. <laughs> I was like, this is a waste of my time. And next! I want to find the exit, the real exit, or
1: more games. And I think that that's it. I did, think you that did. it? did you get anything for finishing it? Does it just say, well done, congratulations? I will say this. There's a tiny bit of story in there, which is somewhat interesting. You have a pixelated friend who says oh you need to play this super hot game it's amazing uh, and as you're playing it he says oh i ordered us a pizza and you see this it's not really pixelated it's the old making pictures out of the symbols you can use from the keyboard right yeah okay yeah. it's that kind of thing so that's what the cat looked like and that's what your friend looks like but also he orders you a pizza and the pizza looks like that as well you know it's got okay. mushrooms and pepperoni on it and then it slowly disappears and then your friend starts to get concerned for you, say, oh, I I think you're playing a bit too much. I think you should stop. <laughs> and this is after every few maps, right? So you get a few maps, and then he says something, and he gets more and more concerned. He says things like, people broke into my house last night. This is really weird. And so you get the impression, much like the original base game of Superhot, that what you're doing is somehow affecting your friend. Oh, okay. But... Much like the original Superhot, you can't let go and you have to keep going. It's honestly a lot of fun, more fun than it should be, considering I just played a graphically much more interesting, much more fun FPS version. But for them to add this whole mini game, which is based on some of the same mechanics as Superhot, it's pretty amazing. I mean, even, I, yeah,
0: as soon as you look at it, like even if you, as you take your first step and then you see the arrows moving, you instantly know what you're playing. That's incredible. Now, as far as actually getting out of here, that took me a long time to figure out. I Some other games? Did you find the, the Western standoff? No, that I High missed Moon that on game? that. That's quite funny. Basically, you play like a gunslinger. I think it's called... Is it called gunslinger? It might be, but basically it's just like you and another guy, and it's got like three, two, one, and you have to press the button at the exact moment to shoot the other guy. This guy's, you know, you got to kill this guy. I mean, It's called revenge. I think it's called revenge. So basically, you shoot the guy, and it's like you know whatever the guy's name is, like Dirty Dirty Peter. So you you got to kill him. So you kill Dirty Peter, and it's like Dirty Peter was a a guy who was helping bad guys become good guys. It's like every every time you kill someone, you just made to feel really bad about it, which is quite funny. And what else? Other other games wise, yeah, I didn't find anything, but eventually I found the exit. Right, it took me
1: forever to find. You the have exit. to follow that line all the way around. To say, yes, I want to go back into the world. Yes, give me back my game. And then comes the most annoying thing in the entire game. It says, fine, you want it back? You have to wait two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, of actual load up the game and wait time. Yes. Not like, just come back when your PC clock is two and a half hours later. Like, you need to run this. This has pissed off a lot of people.
1: And understandably, you get to this point, it's almost what you always talk about your... Hideo Kojima three-hour cutscene, this is what this felt like. You couldn't do anything else with it. You had to just wait. You, If you finished this part just before going to bed or something... Which I did. You're out of luck, right? <laughs> well,
0: not entirely. Well, here's two things. Number one, in the original, it was eight hours. So they changed it from eight hours to two and a half, which I think is a good call. <laughs> because I get what they're trying to do. I understand it. And I I personally have got no problem with this because what you can do is you can minimize the screen. You can go and play another game or you can go and do something else. Sort of. Well, you can until the music kicks in.
1: That's the problem. So an hour in... Really annoying music. I'm watching (laughs) Dark, a series that has fantastic soundtrack, a music that always seems fitting. (laughs) And there's this very serious moment and this kind of montage where normally music comes in Sometimes it's a pop song, but it's always kind of dark and haunting. And in this one, for some reason, Dark chose to play this chiptune song from like the Nintendo era. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this is a very odd choice. Um, What's going on? Took me until the montage was over for me to go, wait a second. This music's still playing. <laughs> this music is still playing. Where is this music coming from? Realize it's coming from Mind Control Delete. And nothing I do will stop it, will turn it off. I basically just have to mute the monitor where my speakers are and not be able to do anything. Because I can't watch anything on Netflix. So I had to stop watching Dark (laughs) for (laughs) another hour and wait for it to finish. So I just had to go elsewhere. Luckily for me, it was still early evening. So... I didn't have to worry about, like, going to sleep and leave my computer run all night. Well, I didn't want to
0: leave my computer running all night, so I experimented a little bit. And so I was like, nah, screw this. I'm uh, Control-Alt-Delete, Mind-Control-Delete. I just switched it off that way. And I was like, screw it, I'm pretty much done. I got my 100%. I think you get your 100% by that point. Maybe, maybe not, but I was willing to forgo the achievement or do it again. Because I was like, I don't want to leave my computer on all night. Like, I'm going to go to bed now. Now. So let's it off. Luckily, what you can do is when you start it up, when you boot up super hot again, it just starts you off from the exact download time that you got to. So by the time when, when I rebooted Mind Control Delete, I had about 45 minutes left. Because, yeah, I must have done two hours, almost two hours, just poring around doing other things. I was maybe working. I think I was doing some boring work stuff. And so that was fine. But, yeah, suddenly the music just kicks in. And I was like, what the hell is that? I liked it for a little bit, but I was like, I don't want to listen to that for the next hour. (laughs) Like, just
1: mute that. Yeah, that was really irritating for me. I mean,
0: the Stanley Parable, you know, with the whole don't play for, what is it, four years or something like that achievement? And so I get it. And what I like about this is that it's really annoyed a lot of people because that's what the game is, for me, is all about. It's about addiction and it's about taking things too far and people getting angry about not being able to play more of the game is kind of
1: ironic to me. Um, But for me, it wasn't even so much about I can't play more of the game. It's that you've taken over my computer. (laughs) And that's again, that's part of the theme of the game as well.
0: But what I also like is what did it spurn? It spurned a bunch of people to put together a hack so that you can bypass this part. And you don't have to do the two and a half hour thing. You just go, boop, one button, and it zips through it as a mod. Done. And that's again what this game is about. So yeah, I think they should have kept it at eight hours. I'm glad they didn't.
1: (laughs) When you get to the other side, that's when you get your achievement. Is next that when you achievement, get achievement? Okay. Which all the achievements say more. Like that's yeah, all they say. Your new core is pure, where. Yeah, I won't be doing that one. Play with no advantages. <laughs> well, that's not fun. Especially when I played the newest node that came up and it was just all red guys with red weapons. Yes. And you just have to make do with what's in the room. Oh, that's right. Cause you get all the error nodes now. Yeah, that's what's next. You've got
0: every uh, level, every every section now has an one or two error nodes, which are
1: just all red guys. So you just got to make do with what you get in the environment.
0: And yeah, that's pretty
1: tough. And that for me is the end of the game. <laughs> and <laughs> that's I, for me. I'm not sure that I want to go back in. I'm sure that it could be fun to go back at times and do it. I'm sure that at some point, I'm going to go back to either the base game or this game again, because it is fun. But... I don't really want to torture myself beyond that. I stopped when it stopped being fun. Same thing with the endless wave levels. I stopped trying to do as many as possible when I realized it wasn't really giving me anything when it just stopped being fun. So, yeah, I'm quite happy with what I got. Now, as far as I'm going to throw my meaning in right here, Mm -hmm. which is primarily for me. Superhot Mind Control Delete is a DLC which continues the message of the first one, but even more so with this one just saying, don't overdo it and don't expect too much. For me, it comes primarily for those two angles. One, we're developers, we're trying, but we can't keep up with what you want because you always just want more. Yeah. As gamers, we always want more. We want more, we want more until it's not good. And then we don't want it anymore and we're ready to complain about it and move on to the next thing. That message feels like that's throughout here, as well as, hey, there's more to life than this game, which is a very weird message for a game. that wants to sell copies. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that it's very fitting. It fits well with the original messages of the original game and the kind of addiction and the wanting more, and them constantly throughout this game just saying, there isn't more. There isn't any story. There was one message that said, those secret nodes, those are pointless. They don't really mean anything. Saying all of those things, and yet I wanted to keep playing. I made it all the way through. Well, as through as I'm yeah. going to get. It's a weird thing to be told exactly what you know already, but to still keep going. Yeah. And that's, that's very much what it's about for me. I love it. I think that it worked very well. I think if people were expecting more story for this one, it's DLC. It's not a second game. And even a second game... I'm not sure if there is going to be a story or if there needs to be. I think it's vague enough to be good enough for like fans
0: to make up their own theories and come up with their own ideas. I think if they actually put a story to it, it wouldn't be as good as what the fans have already come up with on their own. And I think they know that too. And exactly what you just said is kind of, that's definitely one part of my idea of this. On the one hand, it's like, as a consumer item, I guess, it's got all these messages of, because they did, they got bombarded with angry fans who love them, but also hate them. Like Superhot was too short. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. You need to do more. Why are you not making? Why is it, why is this taking so long? You know, and blah, 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 blah. And so this game is like, well, we'll give you more. (laughs) We will give you more. But that's why I think the 100% is in there and it doesn't include Node 100. It's like, we want to kind of make fun of you guys for like demanding all this of us. So we're going to give it to you. But for the normal people who are just like, they just want to play a game and be done with it. This is for also for them. But if you really want to play pure mode, yeah, get to the end. I did watch a playthrough of Node 100, which took one hour and 40 minutes. And it's like, better man than I am. And at the end, you get a text, you get a little bit of lore, like from the little hashtag things on the main on the main menu. It's about the dog. The, the dog says, what do you want? And he's like, something like, obey, kill, whatever. And that's it. And it's a good boy. So that's what you get. You get called a good boy for doing Node 100, you dog. <laughs> Brilliant. But I wonder, I really wonder if there is something like that for finishing it on Pure, because I have a theory about. Okay, let's not talk about the kind of the real side, like the game side of aspect of it. Let's look at the actual in-game story of it. I think there might be something if you do finish on pure. I'd be really interested to see what it is, but it's going to take someone way better. What do you, well, what than do you I think am. it is? I think finishing on pure is going to be. If we go back, this would maybe have. A, I don't know. Can we have spoilers for Super Hot? Oh, we're, not. we're, did, we're, we're in did
1: we, the spoiler section, okay. so it doesn't matter. But I mean for Super Hot. As a game, like... yeah. Okay, well, here's your warning, listeners. Yeah. If you somehow jumped into mind control to Which leave, some people have. ...without playing the original, <laughs> and you're worried about the story to original hot. well, here
0: you go. Switch off, All right. Yeah, so in the first game, you've got the system, which gets in contact with you, and basically it's like, oh, I've got this game. I don't think that it's your friend that gives it to you. I think it's someone posing as your friend, play this game, gets you addicted... In in the original Superhot, like 7-day FPS one, you basically go in and you have to kill someone called the CEO. I think the CEO is maybe the person who's made this AI. Pretty clear there's an AI involved in this because in the end of Superhot, you upload yourself to the core, right? And then you have to kill your body. I won't say any spoilers for Superhot VR because we've both not played it. I got spoiled. But let me just say that it does tie into what I'm going to talk about a little bit without giving anything away from that game. Cause that game does sound like it's got a lot more story to it. It looks, it looks very interesting. I really want to get a, a Valve Index or a, a Vive or the Oculus. But yeah. So you go in there and this sphere, not a sphere. It's like a pyramid, isn't it? The, the core AI. So you merge with it. I think that the game, we thought, or at least I thought before, that it was kind of like one of those um, Black Mirror episodes where you're the soldier in VR, but you don't actually know what you're fighting against. And I kind of backtrack from that now. I think that maybe this is more of like a battle royale where this AI is basically getting people to upload their consciousness into its core, getting rid of their bodies, and then for some reason facing them all off against each other, which kind of makes sense with why you can switch bodies. You wouldn't be able to hot switch in real life if you're assassinating someone. So that doesn't really make sense that we're using this virtual environment to like do real-life missions controlling like drone bodies, which is what I kind of thought from Superhot 1. Now I think it's more like this AI is on a quest to find the purest form. And I think when you maybe beat the game on pure, that's the ultimate end game, and you become some god-like right-hand man of the AI, or maybe merge exactly with the AI. I'm not. I'm really not sure. That's just guessing stuff. But it does feel like the whole thing is like a battle royale. Once you go around and you find the secret terminals, which was a lot of fun. I think you'd like that, like going and finding them. Some of them are really hard to find. I had to use a that's walkthrough. That's the thing.
1: A little bit. It would be fun, but when i would get frustrated i mean you can't just go in and walk around you have to go into all the maps and hope you get through all the just nodes. no
0: you you just select i just went through them through the endless okay um so
1: everyone has one so they're in there in that one yeah that would be more they're in every possible. level It'll
0: take you, it won't take you long especially if you use a walkthrough I use the walkthrough because some of them are really hard. I don't know how people found them out because what you have to do is you have to pick up things from the environment and then you just have to throw them at other things. So for example, in the bank, there's two two key cards in the there's only two credit card key cards on the map. You got to find them and then you got to throw them at the wall where there's, there should be this card reader, but it's, it doesn't look like a card reader. It just looks like a square. But you do that and you find the other one and you do it to the other one and then the door opens and you get in. Some of them, like the canal, there's one right under the canal. The one in the lab, it's right in the lab. Some of them, of course, I had to jump out of some maps once I found you could get on rafters and things like that. So there's a lot of parkour involved. And so you'll enjoy those. Like, just watch a bit of a walkthrough just to find out where the trail begins. And then that's what I did. I just like, okay, now I know what I have to do for this. And then find out where you've got to go and things like that. What you get at the end isn't probably worth it for you, but it was for me because I like those little stupid bits of stories. So you find out that Dog was uploaded to the AI core in 1989. He looks like he's the prototype because it's got, like, Dog, cause of death. is like, he's not dead. His body is still in the facility of origin. He's body number 329. Uh, his mind was voluntarily donated to the system. Then you've got Ninja. Ninja, cause of death, multiple gunshot wounds. He's kind of manic depressive suicidal guy. And then you've got the addict who is single headshot wound. I think that that might be us maybe from the first hot, That's who we turned into once we merged with the core. And who we are now, I've got no idea. But it looks to me like it's some kind of massive battle royale for the ultimate, pure, the hardest of the hardcore player that can do this game with no powers. So that would be my two cents. And then what happens when you do that? I've got no idea though. I like the idea of basically what I wrote down was was CEO creates AI AI kills creator through you and then basically collects souls through super hot exe files spreads them on the ground with pirates and then now we're on this mission to attain purity inside the AI that's what I've got <laughs> well that's <laughs>
1: but I won't be doing better, it better than anything else I came up with, and I won't be doing it either yeah yeah I really enjoyed it it was a good way to spend a week yeah, it definitely was yeah I I enjoyed it, like I said, I'll might come back to it again, but probably not anytime soon. Would you go back and play the first Super Hot? I, I definitely would at some point, but not anytime soon.
0: You should go and play the original one that's like it's it's in a it's in a web browser. You don't even have to download it. Oh, that one you mean. Have you played I thought it? you
1: were talking about the one that we played and talked about before.
0: The... No, no, no. This is like one in a web browser. It's basically just two or three levels then you should see how far they've come. Like, wow. But I remember playing that original back in the day when it was released, and it was like, oh, this is amazing. But now looking at it, it's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original Hot prototype is uh, you can go just go to Hot, just Google Hot on your Google thing, and then it takes you right to
1: it. It's 10 minutes. 10 minutes I could do. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want to jump into another 33 hours of it. No.
0: Gaps filled or more gaps created?
1: Today we are going to discuss a game called Oxenfree. How would we describe this game?
0: Uh, Maybe the way that the developers described it as a talky, pointy, clicky game.
1: I know that there will be a couple points where you may have chosen things differently. Yeah,
0: I mean, even from the beginning, like, who, who did you rescue first?
1: What? Darren has explained to me is that on sequential playthroughs, if you play through again, then things are slightly different. Very different. Or very different. (laughs) (laughs) All this and more on the next episode of Filling in the Gaps.